Hey y'all, welcome to episode six of Relationshiping and Handling. I'm Hunter, your host. Uh, it's been a little while since I've done this. Uh, took a little bit of a break. Uh, for those of y'all who did not get to see the post that Jasmine put on my Instagram, um, I was affected by COVID. I believe that I had COVID. Uh, I say I believe I had COVID because I got tested twice and both of those times it came back negative. Um, we believe that I had two false negatives, which seems a bit out of place, but um, believe me, there are more false negatives um, in the testing process than uh, anybody cares to admit. Um, I had every single symptom except for one, and that was the loss of smell. And every single symptom that I had was very severe. Um, I am back to normal, no more symptoms, and in fact, I've I've gone through the the quarantining aspect of things. Uh, I'm actually able to be out and around other people now. Um, I've been without a fever for quite a few days. I had about six or seven days of of symptoms, but they are gone now. Um, I still have. Uh, um, probably a bruised sternum or bruised uh, ribs uh, it hurts very, very badly. Um, and in fact, uh, I'm still having a little bit of a hard time breathing, but I know that that's just uh, side effects that will probably linger for a little while. Uh, and I bring all this up because I tried a couple of times to do this episode, but I just couldn't stop coughing. And so instead of spending most of my time editing out uh, things instead of instead of just being able to, to do this podcast. I decided just to put it off until now. So here I am, and today is, uh, I'm gonna be talking about something that's actually pretty, pretty um, applicable to a lot of people. It, it crosses all sorts of barriers, um, race, age, gender, um, just about everybody deals with this, and that is dealing with difficult people. Uh, man, I'm sure that each and every one of you, like myself, whenever somebody says something like dealing with difficult people, there are probably people that come to mind automatically because we all deal with difficult people, whether it's someone at work or a neighbor or a family member, somebody at school, um, we all deal with difficult people. Unfortunately, there are things that you can't change whenever it comes to dealing with difficult people. You can't change the other person. You also can't change the fact that you're going to be around difficult people. But there is one thing that we can change, and that is ourselves. <laughs> so, of course, today we're going to be talking about the different things that we can change ourselves when it comes to dealing with difficult people. So... Who better to look at as a as an example than Jesus himself? And that's where we're going to be going to in today's core scripture. We're going to uh, Luke 6, uh, 27 through 31, and that's going to be our core scriptures for today and what we're dealing with. Um, interestingly enough, the title of this section where Jesus is speaking is uh, entitled Love for Enemies. So we're, I, I feel like we're probably in the right place. So 27, it starts like this. But I tell you who hear me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, 
Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone strikes you on one cheek, turn to him the other also. If someone takes your cloak, do not stop him from taking your tunic. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Let's pray, guys. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for giving me the strength and the and the health to be able to come back and start doing this again. God, I thank you so much for the for the conviction that you put on my heart to speak about this. And God, I thank you so much for living in a country where I can speak about this freely and I can post about this freely, God. I thank you and I love you. Lord, please open our hearts to hear what you have to say, God. Open my heart. Let me hear what you have to say. Lord, speak through me. Do not let me say anything, but Holy Spirit, speak in my in my place. I love you and I thank you, Lord. I pray all these things in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. So what Jesus was talking about in this in this part of in this part of scripture is when you're dealing with difficult people. When people are hitting you, turn the other cheek. And and that's basically saying, turn the cheek so they can hit you on the other side. When someone takes something from you, don't demand it back. Do to others the golden rule that everyone wants to speak about. Well, Jesus spoke about it first. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you want to be treated fairly, well, then treat them fairly even if they're being difficult. (laughs) That's pretty hard. Because if you're anything like me, your responses come down to um, some pretty simple responses whenever a person's being difficult. And I, I narrowed it down to about three different things that I do. And that is, I tend to get even, uh, retaliate. Uh, That's the first thing. That's the biggest thing for me. Uh, the second thing is to feel annoyed or irritated or even try to just or, or just ignore that person who is being uh, uh, annoying or being difficult. I, I don't think we're called to do that. I don't think we're called to just annoy uh, to just ignore other people. But that is one of the responses, one of the top responses that I have. Uh, and the third response that I have is essentially pride feeling like I'm better than another person saying, I wouldn't do this or do that, or I'm better because I don't do those things. And and just to prove to you guys that I do in fact struggle with these things, there are some examples, I'm going to keep it kind of brief, but at work, um, at one of my jobs, I was in sanitation. And what that means is that, is that, um, the during the day there are people that are coming in and manufacturing things making food i worked in a food processing uh plant and i came in and i cleaned every single night after they were done running their products and i was assigned to one specific area one specific um uh, piece of equipment to clean every single night and I had a lady who was next to me who was cleaning her equipment and I was using, just like everyone else, high-powered 
pressure or high high pressured hoses to first spend most of my time just rinsing everything down before I put chemicals on there to clean and I scrubbed and all that stuff too before handing it back over to uh, production every single morning and during this time this lady who was next to me over and over and over again would not <laughs> in my eyes do the right thing by um, by rinsing things down um, and and rinsing everything off to a different area she would rinse it down and spray a whole bunch of filth onto the equipment that I had already cleaned and I, I would complain to her about it. I would yell and scream uh, because, well, I just couldn't handle my anger uh, in the right way. And so eventually I decided, you know what, I'm gonna get even. Uh, whenever she would spray this stuff onto my equipment, I'll just spray it right back onto her equipment. And after many, many weeks, uh, months of, of de doing this back and forth, back and forth kind of stuff, um, supervisors finally got in the middle of it. Managers finally got in the middle of it. It never was really resolved before I left that, that, uh, that place of work. But that was my way of, of dealing with this difficult person was, I'm just going to do it right back to you. So sorry, not sorry. <laughs> that wasn't right. Another, another way that I have dealt with difficult people is I have a family member. Uh, I'm not going to name this family member or anything like that, but this family member uh, said some very, very hurtful things back years ago. And the way that I have responded to this family member has been to, uh, well, for one, I was annoyed and irritated and upset and mad. And I don't think that I was out of bounds by being mad but I have since, for five years, ignored this person in my family. And I have forgiven this family member, but I have simply ignored and not reached out, not talked to this family member at all. I have steps in place that I will be trying to reconcile that in the near future. But I'm, I'm in the wrong for, for just ignoring this person and saying, I want nothing to do with you now. And lastly, um, when it comes to pride, when it comes to thinking that I'm better than another person, um, if anyone knows where I've been living for the past five years or so, they could probably uh, see this in their mind's eye, that I've had some neighbors who have really just not cared a lot about the people around them. They've played their music very loudly, they've partied, they have been, um, you know, just very obnoxious in my sight and I have had the thought of well I wouldn't do that I'm better than these people I don't blare my music I don't watch TV too loud I don't uh, go out at 2:30 in the morning and and you know get drunk and yell and scream and all sorts of other things that disrupt disrupt other people but even having that mindset is very much a wrong mindset to have. Especially whenever it comes to what we just read from Jesus, and that is to turn the other cheek, to do to others as, as we would have we would want them to do to us. And so I believe that even with these 
responses that we have automatically that the spirit the holy spirit has things that 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 combat those things and he urges us to combat these different ways of responding to other people and i think that um that that is all throughout scripture he shows us this um and i'm going to be going first to first peter 3 um 8 and 9 and this is this is the urge to combat um retaliation or getting even with someone and so peter is writing he says Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic, love as brothers, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. We're not called to repay evil with evil. We're not called to insult other people because they insulted us. We are called to um, four different things that he writes about. Be sympathetic, to love, be compassionate, and have humility. That's the way that we are to combat retaliation and getting even with other people. Be sympathetic. If you're sympathetic, then you don't, then you're not wanting to retaliate against another person. If you're loving, there's no way that you would say anything or do anything that would insult another person if they insulted you. If you're being compassionate, well, you're, you're showing mercy to another person, and that is the exact opposite of getting retaliation. And if you're humble, well, you're not thinking that you deserve to, to repay these other people with, with whatever they paid you, right? Uh, the second thing that, that the Holy Spirit urges us to do is He urges us uh, to fight being annoyed and irritated and even um, ignoring other people and we're first we're gonna we're gonna deal we're gonna look to Jesus um, Jesus dealt with a lot of of difficult people he dealt with the Pharisees and they were very difficult anytime that the Pharisees um, talked or 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 asked Jesus questions they were not trying to gain wisdom they were not trying to gain knowledge. Um, I would say, with the exception of Nicodemus, uh, the Pharisee at that at that point, who was actually trying to gain some wisdom and knowledge, um, and listen to, to what Jesus had to say. They were actually, as a whole, the 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 Pharisees were trying to trip up Jesus. They were trying to find a way to to uh, convict him, to to uh, punish him in one way or another, um, and, and and trip him up. And so when when they go and ask questions, it's all with the state of mind of we're trying to trip him up. And so if I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like just a difficult person in general, somebody who's trying to ask questions and trying to do things just to trip you up. So we we pick up in in John chapter eight, verse six is where I'm going to be reading um, at this point. The Pharisees come to Jesus and this woman was just found in the act of adultery. And they say to, to him in verse 5, um, in, the law, in, in, in the law Moses commanded us, um, he, he said to stone such a woman. Now what do you say? And he responds with this. Um, they were using, using this question to trap 
to trap Jesus in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. Now what Jesus did here is he took a second. He was quiet. He fought the temptation to argue. He fought the temptation to be annoyed with the other, with, with the Pharisees, with those difficult people. He was quiet. So he teaches us that sometimes we just need to be quiet in order to fight that temptation to be annoyed. We just need to pause every once in a while to fight that temptation and, and whatnot. Now, Jesus did come back and, and he said what a lot of us uh, probably have read through. And he, he said, the, the person who, who is without sin cast the first stone, right? It's a very popular uh, part of scripture. So he did respond, but at first he he just paused, and and, and this wasn't so that he could he could fight temptation. I, I don't believe. I believe it was to show us that sometimes we just need to pause. Sometimes just we just need to be quiet, and we need to allow that time to just like take a few deep breaths and fight that urge. So we pay, I'll pick back up um, this time in in Mark. Uh, chapter uh, chapter 10 uh, verses 2 and 3 um, again dealing with the Pharisees Jesus Jesus uh, uh, is, is faced with, with the Pharisees some of the Pharisees came and tested him by asking is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife and Jesus replied with what did Moses command you so what's Jesus doing here he's pointing back to scripture um, he's showing us that in order to fight the urge to be annoyed, fight the urge to to be irritated, and even fight the urge to to ignore someone else, and 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 fight the urge, the temptation to argue, he showed us that we can point to scripture. He pointed them to scripture. That was his that was his whole answer was scripture. Um, I, we find this. This also pointing of scripture in another area that I talked about before, um, and it's the temptation of of Christ um, when the devil comes and speaks to him and 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 tempts him. Uh, and this is um, Luke four uh, three through twelve. So the devil said to him, "If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread." And remember, Jesus had been fasting for forty days; he was hungry. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone. The devil led him to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want. So if you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered, it says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Guys, I, I gotta admit, part of this is a little is a little scary, in the fact that that Satan uses scripture, but 
but if we know scripture, if we if we guard it in our hearts and we use it on a regular basis, then we know that we can also use scripture to combat that because the devil is going to to bend scripture around for his own benefit. And he wants you to be selfish. But we can use scripture. You can meditate on scripture when things happen with difficult people. When when you're facing that time, meditate on scripture. Say it in your mind. Repeat it over and over again. Things that will keep you from uh, uh, lashing out. Keep you from being irritated. Keep you from being annoyed. We can use scripture. That's our way to fight that urge. And then lastly fight the urge of pride. I believe that pride is probably one of the biggest uh, culprits whenever it comes to this whole subject of dealing with with difficult people. Okay, and and we're going to we're going to look at um, a couple of places where Paul um, wrote letters to different churches starting in Romans uh, chapter uh, Romans chapter 12 um, verses Chapter 12, verse 3. If I can get to the right place. There we go. Uh, (laughs) For it is by grace given to me, I say to every one of you. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. So Paul is saying here, don't think too highly of yourself. It's a sin, first of all. Don't think of yourself as better than other people. He goes on and and expands a little bit more in this whenever he's writing to the Philippians. In Philippians 2, 3, and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And so Paul goes a step further and doesn't just say, hey, don't think too highly of yourselves, but he actually says, think of others as better than you, more important than you. That's what humility is, right? It's thinking of others as more important than yourself. And I believe that that right there fights, fights pride. So if pride is, is uh, the biggest culprit in all of this, well, what is pride? Well, simply put, pride is a life centered around self. I talked about this in the last uh, podcast that I did, the last episode that I did, uh, when dealing with um, uh, God care versus self-care. Um, God care is... God-centered, and that we need to be living a life um, centered around God, right? And if we live a life centered around self, then we're going to be doing selfish things. And that's what self-care is. It's very selfish. It is something that the devil counterfeited, and it's all based on me, 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 me. And that's what pride is. It's a life that is centered around self So what opposes pride? Well, I'm glad you guys asked because we're going to be going to uh, the book of Proverbs to find out what opposes pride. If pride is the biggest 
issue here, one of the biggest issues here when dealing with uh, difficult people, then we need to find the recipe to fight pride. And in Proverbs 11 to it, uh, Solomon is saying here, who is one of the wisest men to ever walk the earth, probably the wisest man to ever walk the earth besides Jesus. He says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. So he's laying it out there in a, in a way where it's, it's, it's a compare, it's a comparison of, okay, first is pride, uh, it brings disgrace. And, and so then the opposite of that is humility. And that brings wisdom. And, and if you guys don't already know, uh, like I said, Solomon being one of the wisest guys to ever walk the earth, he um, wrote the majority of Proverbs and the Proverbs are full of wisdom. And so whenever it comes to dealing with uh, difficult people, um, I'm going to bring some things that we should be seeking out, that we find in the Proverbs, that we should be seeking out to deal with uh, difficult people. Um, so first, first is found in Proverbs 12:16. A fool shows his annoyance at once, but a prudent man overlooks an insult. And what that what that's telling us to seek is it it tells us to seek patience. Overlook insults. That's being patient. Don't don't get don't get uh, annoyed at once like the fool. The next the next thing we are to seek is found in Proverbs 20 verse 3. It is to a man's honor to avoid strife, but every fool is quick to quarrel. We are told to seek peace. A fool quickly goes to having an argument, but a wise man seeks peace. What else do we seek? Uh, another another thing that we, we are told to seek is found in Proverbs 10, verse 12. Hatred stirs up dissension, but love covers over all wrongs. We're to seek love. When dealing with a, with a difficult person, seek love. It'll cover up a multitude of wrongs. In Proverbs 17, verse uh, 14, he says, starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam. So drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. Here he's he's telling us to seek discernment. Don't don't start poking around at around at something. Because because if you start poking around, you start it's kind of like the jenga, right? If 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 a dam was was made up of like jenga bricks, and you start poking around at these different bricks or whatever, and you're pulling them out and pulling them out. After a water that after a while, that water that dam uh, that water that's been dammed up is going to breach it. It's going to break it down, and it's no longer going to be this little little bitty tiff or whatever, it's going to blow up into something huge. And that happens on a regular basis to me because I am not a wise person. I don't just leave things alone. I need to be seeking out discernment. And lastly, we are to seek others who have the characteristics of Jesus, not those who have the characteristics that are going to push you in the way that 
we want to deal with difficult people and that is and that's made known in uh, Proverbs 22 verse 24 do not make friends with a hot-tempered man do not associate with one easily angered if you associate with people who are easily angered and who are hot-tempered, well, they're going to be that yes man that whenever you're dealing with a difficult person and you automatically want to lash out at them or you want to, to retaliate, that person is going to be... We all know those, those yes men, man and woman, men and women. There we go. They say yes. They agree with you because they don't want to rock the boat. But we need to be seeking out people to be around that are going to challenge us to live like Christ, that are going to turn the other cheek. So why is all this important? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you guys something pretty bluntly that you might not want to hear. You probably already know this, but you probably don't think about it all that often. And that is that if everyone deals with difficult people... Well, then the chances are, and I'm, I'm probably like 99.99999% sure of this, the chances are that you, me, you are a difficult person for someone else. <laughs> Man, that, that kind of, that kind of hits home, right? Like, you don't enjoy dealing with difficult people. You complain about the difficult people that you have to deal with. I, I know I do. So man, that, that really sucks that realizing that I'm actually a difficult person for someone else. And like I talked about before, the only thing that we can change is ourselves. And so if we know that this isn't just, <clears throat> this isn't just about being able to deal with difficult people, this is also opening our eyes to the fact that, that if, if every single person deals with difficult people, then then I am also a person that is difficult. And I want to change that because I don't want to be a difficult person for someone else. And if for some, some by some miracle of a chance, you're not a difficult person to someone else, well, then you're most likely a difficult person to God. Uh, sorry to burst your bubble. And, and, and what backs that up for me is Romans 7... Uh, 18. I talked a little bit about this before. Um, Paul is talking here to to the to the Romans, um, the church in Rome, and um, it's not just Paul that deals with this. It's everybody. Sorry. In verse 18, he says, "I know that nothing good lives in me, that is in my sinful nature, for I have the desire to do what is good." but I cannot carry it out. He's saying that when we are in sin, we do not what's good, but what's bad. And, and God hates sin. God abhors sin. He loves you. He loves you more than anything because he sent his only son to die so that he can, so that, so that Jesus can then reconcile us to him. He loves you, but he hates the sin that you're committing. He hates the sin that I'm committing. He hates sin. And so if we are living in sin, then we are that difficult person to God. 
So this has all been really important to just keep in mind that that we all deal with difficult people first and foremost, right? We all deal with difficult people. We just need to learn how to deal with them in a godly manner, not in a selfish, self-centered kind of way, but in a God-centered kind of way. We need to be showing love to everyone. And so the only way to do that is to change what's going on in on the inside of each of us. We can't do anything about them. We need to change how we show love how we deal with difficult people. And secondly, and probably the most important thing, is the is realizing that you are a difficult person to someone else. And so the change needs to be happening so that you can no longer be a difficult person to someone else. And of course, like every week, how does this fit in with our core scripture for the podcast? And that is uh, Matthew 22, verse 37 through through 41. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. I think it's pretty simple. I think it's pretty simple. We're instructed and we're commanded to love our neighbors. We're not told, okay, love your neighbors if they treat you right, if they're nice to you, if they do this, if they do that. There's no caveat when it comes to being commanded to love our neighbors and love other people. We're to love them no matter what. That's what we're called to do. So I hope that as we go throughout the rest of this week, that you guys along with me will keep in mind these different ways to combat and fight the urges to retaliate against people, to have pride and think of ourselves as better than others and to fight the temptation to get into arguments, to fight the temptation to ignore other people and and truly live out what Jesus tells us to do and that is to turn the other cheek, to not repay evil with evil, but repay evil with blessings, to bless other people, to love other people unconditionally, that agape love that God commands us to have. Guys, I know it's hard. <laughs> I deal with difficult people all the time. And, 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 and I ask you all to pray for Jasmine because I am a difficult person for Jasmine. I know that 100%. But guys we, guys, we can do this. We can change ourselves. We can't change what's going on on the outside. We can't change what's going on in the world. We can't change society. We can't change the way that other people do things. And we, we can't even change the, their, their intentions, but we can change how we take those things and how we react. So until next time, guys, may God bless you. I love y'all so much. And I will see you next week for my next episode. Not sure because of the craziness of last week, what I'm going to be talking about, but I will be joining you guys again every single Monday. Be on the lookout for, for the episodes. If this has been something that has blessed you, please, um, you know, re- I don't know what it's what it's called, honestly. I've been away from social media for so long. I know that there's such thing as retweet, but I know that I'm not on Twitter. Um, but take whatever is posted on Instagram and repost it, I guess. I don't know. Um, share, the, share the links that are down below um, as far as as uh, the podcast goes, if you feel like this blesses anyone. Also, leave comments, uh, leave messages. Uh, I love to hear from you guys, and I'd love to hear some suggestions on what to 
um, kind of talk about here within the next few weeks. I'll probably be bringing in some other guests to talk about different things. Uh, again, guys, may God bless you. I love y'all so much, and y'all have a great week, and I'll see you next time.